This is Pod Forsaken. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Pod Forsaken. I'm Missy. That's Chris and that's Rodney. They're there, too. <laughs> I just thought you'd do your last name. I think that's why we were. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about The Lodge that just came out in theaters. Yeah, The Lodge. Did you guys all see it? No. I have not seen it. No. How is it, Mizzy? Well, I'm getting to that. <laughs> I'm just going to close my eyes for a minute. You go ahead and <laughs> tell me about The Lodge. All right. So it's by uh, Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala, which, do you know their relationship? Their husband wife, right? Their aunt and nephew. Aunt and nephew, really? I believe so. Oh, they act like husband and wife. I, I saw it with a Q&A after, and they, they acted like husband and wife, but were, maybe just because they're close. Well, they're Austrian. Were they okay. there in person? Yeah. Or was like a, oh, really? They were okay. there in person. Okay. Yeah. So you probably have more insight to this than either of us. Thanks. Did you ask any cues and get any A's? We actually, the audience could not ask any cues. It was just the moderator up front. Oh, it was just a straight, like, we yeah. don't have time for that? Oh. Yeah. Yes, their aunt and nephew. You confused me. You scared me. <laughs> That's my bad. <laughs> that's their bad. <laughs> An aunt and nephew directing team. Yeah, that's a classic combo. <laughs> you know, the Wachowski neighbors. Based, I mean, based on this and what I've, I have not watched all of Goodnight Mommy, which was their last film, but there's something going on there. There's something just, there's like a yeah, creepy they, vibe. I'm not saying what's going on. I'm just saying. I'm more creeped out now that I know that they're nephew and auntie. There's something about aunt and nephew that creates a weird. Well, just the way the because the kids were there at the Q&A too. And they were talking about how like, oh, they're of one mind and they agree on everything and they do everything together. And like, I don't know. They were like, it was like, this is a really, it sounds like a lovely, lovely relationship they have. What a great You encountered an intergalactic space parasite hive mind. (laughs) Come look at us. We're going to make Austrian movies together. It was very difficult to make Goodnight Mommy because they do not understand or appreciate horror there. First of all, as always, we we aren't going to spoil this. We're going to just talk about it generally, and then we'll give you a heads up when we are going to talk spoilers. Correct. All right. I say cool as though you can talk back to me, but you can't. Uh, And that's the way I like it. Anyway, thanks for listening. (laughs) All right. So we're not going to spoil anything. We're not going to talk about it. Goodbye. Did either of you see Goodnight Mommy? I did. No. All right. Well, I mean, Chris. Goodnight Mommy. Is don't, the, yeah, don't ruin that. No, it's no, no. the story it, of an aunt and a and son, a nephew, nephew who, who direct a movie, Her but deep. they're in love and they can't be together due to societal norms. Because their mommy said no. Yes. So they had to kill the mommy so they could be Correct. together. So you have seen the movie. <laughs> Uh, no, Goodnight Mommy is the story of a single mother who gets plastic surgery, comes back, she's completely ra- wrapped up, bandaged up, and her two young, like eight, nine-year-old twin sons believe that she's a doppelganger. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I, I will talk more about that in our spoilers section. Okay. I'm not going to spoil Goodnight Mommy, but I'll give you my opinion, which... Well, don't spoil it ever, because I kind of no, really no, no, want to no, no. see it after seeing this Lodge now. Yeah. So, The Lodge just came out, right? Yes, and it's limited release right now. Yeah, I think it goes. It will open wider toward the end of the month. Yeah, I think it depends on how it does. Yeah, basically, yeah. wherever you live, use the internet to see if The Lodge is playing near you. Thanks, Rodney. <laughs> like you would do for most movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, wait, I use my phone? Phone or, or computer or right. iPad. Rodney, does talk me through all... this. I pull my phone out of my pocket. Pocket, and yep. then what? There's a screen that's black. It says it's locked. Yeah. So, oh, you, there, you, each person would have their own individual oh, passcode. Shit. Do we download an app or? There's a hundred different ways to do it. Okay. Rodney. I so would you say enter your passcode. The easiest way is probably just to like talk to random people on the street and be like, "Excuse me, is the Excuse lodge? Me, are play? you a movie phone? <laughs> Where's movie phone? I don't think that exists anymore. Does I it? think it does. <laughs> you call the number and it's like, "Hi, you've reached movie phone. I'm so lonely. <laughs> How are you doing?" 
Like I just, I'm just curious when if the lodge is playing. He's like, please don't, please talk to me for just. Please a little don't bit. ask me about a movie after 1998. <laughs> you uh, do, yeah, you do the voice much better than I thank do. Thank you. Uh, all right, so the lodge. The lodge is the story of two children who are left alone in a cabin with their soon-to-be stepmother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about this trailer many episodes ago yeah. because this movie was supposed to come out in November. It, yeah, it was. And, and got then pushed. they pushed it. And do you know why? I couldn't no find out why. I mean, I'm going to... My and ass- it's extra weird to me, too, because there's it's a lot of Christmas scenes in this movie. Yeah, so I, like, but it, I would not call this a Christmas movie. Not a Christmas movie at all, but like it seems like they really wanted it to come out at November when it was supposed to come out. Yeah, so first of all, interesting interesting things. This This past month has been like the it children month exactly right because yeah. first there's like richie was in it finn wolfhard yeah in, in the sorry, turning. i'm sorry the turning is what i meant he was in the turning and then on our last episode we talked about gretel and hansel with sophia lillis beverly and, from it yep and now this one stars bill bill the main kid in it yeah whose name i'll never remember no say. but you've seen him yep uh, oh and he's also in knives out he's the oh, funny yeah. little kid in knives out Jaden martell thank you so that's weird i wonder if I wonder if next week we'll get like the chubby kid from it in something. He hasn't been in Hopefully. anything. That's kind of sad. What's his name in this? Isn't it like Hayden and Aiden or something? What's his name in the it lodge? Uh, Aiden. Aiden, but his real name is Hayden. Jaden. Jaden. That's weird. No, I didn't. Well, it's just gr- easier to remember. But the gr- the look up the the little girl's name in the lodge too, because that's like almost her name in real life. Yeah, it's Leah and Mia. Yeah, and then the dad is the same name in real life and in the movie. Correct. He was like, I'm not going to play that game. Yeah. <laughs> You're not calling me Roger. <laughs> Wait, his name in the movie is Richard. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, and that's really? his name in real yeah, life. Because it's played by Richard Armitage. Yeah. yeah. Armitage. Yeah. So like everybody, Everyone knows as the lead dwarf in The Hobbit. Mm. Yeah, everyone knows that. Well, what else is he known for? <laughs> I didn't know anything. The Lodge. <laughs> no, like, did you see The Hobbit? He's like the badass king dwarf. You know? I refused I, to after they, no, well, they were like breaking him. up. I'll tell you this. So I don't pieces. like Harry Potter. The, 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 <laughs> the Hobbit is trash, but he's awesome in it. Like, I will get, like, if I can give, I believe you. If I give, there's a couple other things that are awesome about it, but it's a, they're terrible movies. Anyway, also, did any of you catch who the, 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 the like, the, the kid's mom is? Yeah, Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, Alicia Silverstone. Welcome back. I, I hadn't seen her in a while. I know. Like, maybe she's been in some TV show that I don't watch. But I had, like, when the movie starts, you basically start on Alicia Silverstone. And I was like, that woman looks so familiar, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. And I started to think, could that be Alicia Silverstone? And then I went through this whole, like, one of those moments, like, when you when you haven't seen, like, a friend in real life for, like, 10 years, and then you see them on Facebook, and you're like, oh, my God, they've gotten so old. I wonder if that's happening to me, right? <laughs> that's how I felt when I saw Alicia Silverstone. I know. And I was like, who is this, like, middle-aged woman who looks so sad? And then I was like, that's the girl from Clueless. <laughs> and I almost yep. started crying, and the movie had just started. <laughs> She's yeah. still gorgeous. I want to be very clear. She's stunning still. She's just time. Time, yeah. time, well, time robs us all. The first few minutes of the movie, it's showing her, this is the, the two kids' moms, and she ends up killing herself. And Which I the, saw coming from a mile away. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. It's though. not a spoiler. It's it happens in the in first, the first five, five minutes. minutes of the movie. Yeah, valid. Like, if, you, if you're watching this movie and you don't realize this woman's going to kill herself, then I... It's the first five minutes of the movie. This is your first movie. How did you find this podcast? <laughs> 
it's setting up the movie because the father is leaving her for a younger woman. But uh, the the Q and A, they were saying that they wanted an actress that like the the directors were saying they wanted an actress that like you would think you could never picture her doing that because like what she's famous from Clueless is just such like a fun like bubbly movie. Like they wanted someone that would kind of be like a sweetheart, kind of like a Sandra Bullock type character that you would just never picture that happening. So they they wanted an actress like that. that you're like whoa, like something you haven't seen them do in another movie. Yeah, I certainly have not seen her do that. But I, it also seemed so obvious that it was going to happen. Yeah. Because she's not in the trailers at all. And the whole movie, you know, takes place at this lodge. Yeah. So yeah. either she's just in the opening scene and doesn't kill herself or she does. But I did think it was effective. It certainly was well mm-hmm. done. Yeah. And then I, I, the movie theater I saw it in was largely empty. Oh, but, really? Um, so at the funeral scene, when she releases the balloons, the, the daughter is obviously taking it the hardest. And the Alicia Silverstone's character, before she kills herself, when she's saying goodbye to her kids, she makes sure that her daughter has the doll. The, the daughter has a replica of the lodge that they go to as a dollhouse. Yeah. And she gives the daughter the doll of the mother. And so that becomes like a totem that's very important to the daughter. But at the funeral, they're doing a balloon release and the daughter ties the, the doll to a balloon to release it, but it won't fly because the doll's too heavy. <laughs> I just started cracking up because I found it so sad and embarrassing. And she was so upset and everyone else was like, what is <laughs> Yeah, that is, that's an inappropriate time to be laughing at this. <laughs> it's so funny. It's a good thing Missy wasn't in your theater. Yeah. screamed at you. No, um, laughing I approve of. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You're still... I'm usually game. the one laughing at inappropriate moments, so... I, um... Well, listen, first of all, just general thoughts before we actually start talking about this thing. Yeah. Overall, I enjoyed it, and I can't really say why until we get into spoilers, but I have a lot of problems with the movie. Mm-hmm. Missy? Uh, over, overall, I think this was a pretty good movie that, like, I, I wasn't really enjoying myself during it at all, but, like, I will say it's a good movie yep. that I didn't enjoy myself during. I really loved this. Okay. I really did. There, there's, like, I have a couple little minor things, but about halfway through, I was thinking this might be, like, a masterpiece. Like, I, Wow, you are so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like... I just fucking loved it. I was so, I was really tense. I was really disturbed. I thought there were many sequences where I was, I actually creeped out. Like, I wonder, were you raised Christian? Yes, I was. Yeah. I wonder if that has to do with it. Cause I was raised Jewish and I'm like, all right. Uh, I mean, I <laughs> did find it tense. Absolutely. In part, maybe that is because of the Christian thing too. Yeah. We can talk about that. Yeah. I, d- I didn't feel any religious terror, if you will. No, it's not. It wasn't religious terror i think they're like beating you over the head with it a bit much i just liked like the the quiet like the quiet shots of the hallways mm-hmm. and like yeah the ominous music and I, I don't know i just really fucking dug this movie get off my fucking back like i liked it <laughs> i liked it one and of my you'll like it too don't problems listen to that with listen it. to me i'm taking over here <laughs> what's that oh i got a gun chris chris get away from the mic oh missy away from the mic <laughs> all right now listen to me you're gonna go see the lodge see you're gonna get a ticket tonight you're gonna go, Please see, go it. see it take How your whole family times? take your kids they're gonna love it yeah <laughs> okay I'm, okay guys you can come, you come back okay thank right. you you should see the i lodge. bought a ticket it's to the lodge i bought another one it's a masterpiece so yeah basically the mom the mom kills herself and then dad is now it's the reason she kills herself the world's worst dad he is not a good dad i must say i i felt it i found it very hard to feel anything except contempt for this man yeah even like because like he he has alicia silverstone come over to like drop the kids off and i expected you know, like, he's basically going to tell her, he tells her, I want to finalize this divorce because I want to marry the woman I'm now dating. And 
the way he does it, it like it's not totally cruel but it's pretty blunt and but i mean it's also like i feel like one of the things that this movie does well is that nobody's really guilty and no or nobody's really fully guilty and nobody's really fully blameless yes. definitely the whole time definitely. i was watching it i started picturing you know on reddit they have the am i the asshole thread yeah. you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah no but that's funny. it's like a thread called is it i you know how, what are the initials uh aita yeah am i the asshole it's basically a whole giant thread on reddit where like you go on there and you post a situation you'll be like my neighbor wants to cut down my tree but it's technically like on my property you know like that kind of Mm -hmm. thing and then you be like so i just told him to go fuck off am i the asshole and you basically ask reddit and then reddit will like respond with like you are the asshole in this situation (laughs) you're not and the whole time i was watching the lodge i was like who's the asshole like i felt like everybody was kind of in the wrong that's such a good point yeah and i kind of feel like i feel like there's one person who's not in the wrong but we can get to that. Okay. okay. But I kind of just, I kind of just wish the character from this did a thread on Reddit. I would love to yeah. see. I would love to see what they. Is it I, the doll? The dolls who you think <laughs> is not in the wrong? No. <laughs> but yeah, Richard Armitage is basically like I don't know. Like there was a moment for us to see that he is a like a caring man who the marriage has ended, and like he could have been like, hey, listen, I'm really sorry, but I'm I want to marry whatever. What's the main character's name? Uh, whatever. Yikes. I can't remember a single... Missy, normally you're always... Grace. 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 Yeah, it is Grace. That's a little on the nose. <laughs> but there are a number of things that are kind of on the nose. But anyway, either way, he's like, I want to finalize the divorce. And then she... But I, so the, I feel like... We're I not even really, at the lodge yet. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I didn't really blame... But I, I feel like the character work is important because that's so central to it. And I, I didn't really blame him for that because it's like, you don't know the nature of their divorce. No, that's totally true. And she seems unstable. Yeah. Like, I don't think... Yeah. It's, you get very little of Alicia Silverstone's backstory. But I don't think it's that it's like... He he left her for a younger woman. Now she's falling apart. She seems to already yeah. be ill. That would probably be part of the right. reason they had so many problems. Yeah. But so, all right. So the mother kills herself. The kids are understandably distraught. Right. So there's uh, the kid from It and then yeah. the little sister. Yeah. And then so we've learned that they've put off the wedding. And then at Thanksgiving, uh, so it's been six months now, I think. Six months. They do yeah. a six months later. Yeah. Jump. Six months later, they're having Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, uh, Richard says to his kids, like, I wanted to tell you this when Grace was here. But like, we're we're going to go to the lodge together. Or the four of us. For Christmas. For Christmas. Which is, that's like the family lodge. That's where they used to go together. Right. Out in the middle of like nowhere. Like yeah. on a lake. Yeah. But then the, the kids are like, fuck you. I don't want to do that. And then they end up like going into their dad's office where he has, for some reason, a, a Mac from 1996. <laughs> <laughs> and they like look through his files because they suspect that he's been writing about, like he met Grace through researching and writing about her. Well, they say, I think there's a line about how she he was researching Grace for his book. Yeah. But I'm un, it's unclear what his job is. He's some kind of writer. Yeah, he's a, like a journalist or an author. I guess, but that's relevant because of his job is a big yeah. plot point later, right? Yeah. But right, on his file, on his computer, they find, they, they like, I don't know why they haven't taken time to look this up before. Well, I think it was in his files. Like, I don't think it was on the... Like, when that, that seems like internet info. Yeah. I'm, I was also very confused. I was like, when I saw the, the like, 1990s Mac, I was like, or like early 2000s, I said, oh, okay, like, this is a period piece and they won't have cell phones. No, they have iPhones. Mm. Yeah. I was very confused by that, that they, like, run, like, old quick time. It's in the backstory that he is, like, a... A like Luddite? A, yeah, and he likes to build his own computers, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... So what do they find on the computer? And again, they none find, of this is spoilers. This is no, just, yeah. spo- this is all in the trailer. They yeah, find yeah. out that she was 
was the little girl of a cult leader and it was a death cult and the entire cult killed themselves besides her. So she's left. She's like, she was like 12 years old when her dad and the entire cult killed themselves. Yeah. So there were 39 people who committed suicide ritualistically and she survived. Yeah. Right. And it was like a super Christian cult. Yeah. And she obviously grows up and meets Richard Armitage and now they're dating and he's planning on marrying her. And, and that's I, a really cool backstory. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's I really cool. love it. And I totally get why the kids would be very upset about this because it's not Grace's fault in any way that any of this happened to her. She's just like grew up in a, in a fucked up cult and she met this man who has chosen to like, we don't get any of like how they met. Right. So it's unclear if he started like cheating on his wife. I mean, yeah. I guess he had to have been because they're technically still married. Right. Just separated. But they could have been separated. Yeah. I, yeah, I it, think it's implied, but you never know for sure. Right. But either way, because he chose he's choosing to marry her and leave the mom, the mom kills herself and the kids are rightfully upset yeah. and they very much do not like yeah. this. They're just race. kids, too. And they're seeing this is the reason their mom is dead. I'd be like, I'd be fucking pissed at her, too. Right? Yeah. yeah. So then it's this is the first weird choice of the movie to me. It's Grace's idea to go up to the cabin. Oh, is it? That he explicitly says it was Grace's idea. Well, the idea is like he clearly not on screen. The dad's like, listen, I really wish you could bond with my kids and we could get over this whole you causing my wife to kill herself <laughs> thing. Right? And, and and she's probably like, well, what if we spend Christmas at the cabin all together? You know, and we'll play games and eat popcorn and watch movies. And he's and like, shit. great idea. I'm going to go work. Just yeah. so you know, I'm going to have to work yeah. right up until Christmas morning. So this to me was also a failure of marketing because everything in the trailer, every review and synopsis says when he's forced to leave, yeah. he has to. And then yeah. I was expecting expecting that to happen and then it's like no it was part of the plan that he was just going to leave them there alone but why does yeah. that why does that change it, anything which for is you? well it's just why did they intentionality to go? and characterization it's just really weird that yeah. she, it, they've never spent any time together and all of a sudden this is gonna be the three of them alone when it, she knows the kids hate her it should have been the four of them it does seem really weird that's that, a dumb plan it's not gonna go well yeah that he wouldn't talk to his boss also like we live in a world with internet right and like i get that your cabin's in the middle of nowhere but like you what if you're a writer why can't you just work from the cabin or the Richard why don't you just Richard why don't you just get one of those new iPhones that has a hotspot and he's like I refuse you know how I work I don't do that move into my office no internet computer yes but no internet (laughs) Richard it takes you 45 minutes to send me a word document (laughs) listen here's what I'm gonna do it's gonna be very simple me and the kids and Grace we're gonna go up to the lodge Uh I'm gonna spend two days there and then I'm gonna completely abandon them come back to work on the Richard I don't think that's a healthy idea you know Grace's background no no like look I I, like I know what you're gonna say. She probably was responsible for my ex-wife killing herself. But... Well, I was gonna say that. <laughs> so you know the issues with your plan, Richard. No, no, no. This is how you force people together into a tight, confined environment, and they become best friends. You know what, Richard? I don't like how you run your social life, but you're a heck of a good journalist. <laughs> um, you think you think these twelve days of Christmas articles are gonna write themselves? <laughs> They're not, Richard. Get on it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that that's that to scene. me that should have been added. So that really to me <laughs> is that's one of the first things where I was like, it's a little click. Where I was like, that's that didn't quite run smoothly for me. And all it had to do was be the inversion. The dad says to her, "We're gonna do this," and then as it's written in the synopses, yeah. he's forced to leave. Yeah, it, that makes way more sense. Yeah, I just I honestly don't think it it changes anything for me. It changes so many things because they went into each it all like hating each other. So it's yeah. just there, there's no. But, but Grace does not hate the kids. No, it went into she the, genuinely okay, wants... It went into it with the kids hating her, and they're not going to change their mind without the dad's right. help. Like, I, it also feels really weird that 
it's like he they are she is not around the kids at all she has like he says she can't cook she can't take care of the kids like she doesn't know shit about them yeah it just feels really strange that you're gonna put this woman who i mean yeah maybe he doesn't know that she's medicated because she's hiding that but one if you can be very clear if you yeah that, that much trauma you're on some kind of medication yeah. I, I guess for me like s- some movies have like two different starting points there's like the point when the movie actually started running but like the movie actually starts when dad's like see you later yeah. and he leaves and i'm like okay right. all this other shit's unimportant well, he knows her personality too and she's she's very shy and quiet and that personality type it, it's not gonna go well trying to like win kids over like she's barely knows how to talk to them at all yeah, it's also odd that, like, for the first, what, like, 20 minutes, you never even see her. Like, the movie makes yes. it very clear that the main characters are the kids. And I have an issue with that, is that it's the movie starts, and it's Alicia Silverstone's story. Then yeah. she kills herself. Then the movie continues, and it's the kids' story for 15 minutes. And, I mean, to the point that, like, they are intentionally, like, only showing you, like, the dad talking to the silhouette of Grace. Right. You only see, like, you see her walking away. Right. But, like, you never, like, she's not in the movie. And then we get to the lodge, and then it's Grace's story. And this did come up at the Q and A. They did this on purpose. Yeah, no, they it's clear. Oh, I'm sure, on purpose. it's on purpose. Yeah. But they like wanted to do. Yeah, they wanted to do that. And it's a bad choice. <laughs> but I don't know if it's a bad choice because I felt I feel like what like it's very hard to explain. I think, but it's like the feeling of from the kid's perspective, right? It's it's meant to. I think what the movie does so well is put you in this perspective of not liking this mysterious woman, but over the course of the movie, shifting your your opinion to being like, I'm starting to actually feel worse for her until you get to the end. And then and then you're like, who's the asshole here? I mean, I know who the asshole is, sort of. Well, everyone's at fault. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the spoiler. Right, right, <laughs> no, the problem with that, and I'll tell you, is that when you shift perspectives like that, you are rapidly shifting who I'm supposed to empathize well, with. Well, exactly. And you're so, so, like you're, that's what I said. You empathize with all of them. Right. And the issue with that is that when you're in a horror movie, by the end of it, there's nobody that I like, so I don't care about anyone. So I don't yeah. give a shit how it full unfolds. Well, it's like a tragedy. It's like the, it's like almost like a makes the whole thing like a tragedy. Right, but like in traditional Greek format of storytelling, a tragedy goes from good to bad. This goes from bad to bad. I, okay. I mean, look. I mean, obviously, a lot comes down to how you. This is mostly a character piece because it's just three characters. Maybe character piece in the right term, but it's three characters in a fucking snowed out cabin, right? Yeah. And so, but I really did. I liked Grace from the beginning, mm-hmm. and I, I, I sympathized with her. I felt really bad for her backstory, and I kept thinking, like, it would be so fucked up that you, like, you start dating someone, and you're planning to get married, and their ex kills themselves, And, like, that's totally not your fucking fault, right? And you love this person, and you're just trying to connect with their kids, and you have all this weight hanging over the relationship. First of all, that's just heavy fucking storytelling, and I like that kind of storytelling. Yes, yeah, I and- liked all that. Okay, good. Yeah. Then why are we arguing? Well, because I think that the movie doesn't do a good job of making me like the characters. I just talked about how much I liked her, and you said I you like her. That. I don't like the characters, and I think that who don't you like then? I don't like the kids, and I but don't like the dad. They're just kids. They're just like they're. Oh, I don't like the kids. Fuck those kids. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but they're just kids. But again, it's there's like I don't have to like them. That's the difference between. Is it sympathy and empathy, right? Yeah. Like, I don't like them, but I get where they're coming from. I feel bad sure. for any kids I because abso- they don't know how to cope. They have, no one's helping them. Like, the dad's not helping them through this. They don't, like, they're traumatized and they're just angry and they don't, 
know how to outlet their kids or brains aren't right. fully formed. But yeah. I feel like for me getting into shifting into her storyline, as I said, because it was her choice to go up here and put herself into this position, it feels like a stupid choice and it makes me be like, oh, that's dumb and unrealistic. But she has no idea that the things that are going to happen are going to happen. She thinks she's just literally going to hang out with these kids. And at, at the very and, like, worst. like watch Christmas movies. And- yeah. And at the very watch worst. Watch the thing. <laughs> yeah. And the kids don't react at all. I I'm like, but they, Excuse but me? They put the thing on. You know I know. I mean? Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, props for getting rights to the thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That was a good choice. At Alamo, they played a trailer for the thing beforehand. Oh, that's amazing. Wait, isn't, but the thing is a Fox movie, isn't it? Am I wrong? Because this is a Fox movie. Uh, wasn't it? And this Fox Searchlight? Am I just totally making no. sense? How do you, how do you guys know this kind Hammer. Because it's at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, you know those cards at the front? You know it's, what it is? It's Film Nation, Hammer, and Neon. Oh, you're right. You're right. I, I totally like... Yeah, it's licensing. You pay them. Yeah. This is a Hammer movie, Missy. Were you super excited? Hammer Horror? I, uh, I didn't want to say this, but I missed the first 10 minutes of the movie. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, so how did you... You missed Alicia Silverstone blowing her brains I, out? I walked in right when she blew her brains out. Oh, the best part of the movie. How I did, saw that. I saw... You gotta, you because, gotta start... Because time better. because since it was a Q&A, there were no previews. And I'm so fucking sick of seeing previews. So I try to get to the movie 10 to 15 minutes late. Wow. And there were no previews for this movie because of the time management. Like not a one. They started it at like seven on the dot instead of like 730, like every other AMC movie. So I came in. You got to forgive her. She just late. moved to L.A. She didn't watch the whole movie, folks. There you go. So. <laughs> You can just dismiss anything she has to say. Um, I was able to infer what was going on. I saw her blow her brains out. But that's not my fault. Uh, Right? No, that's not your fault. Um, Okay. So basically they go to the lodge and then they the dad is like goodbye i gotta go work as i told you i would yeah and he gets in his car and leaves them yeah uh, and he also says oh by the way wendy at the gas station has the number yeah. which wendy's credited so there's a scene that was cut with wendy oh they you do see them hmm. briefly stop at that gas station so i guess uh, there was something there yeah. it, it's very quick like when they're driving up you see them quick like it's right. like a five second shot of them getting gas uh and then I, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything that happens. Well, here. well. So the the movie from there, within like the, what is revealed in the trailer, is things start to get creepy, and it seems yeah. like you're not sure if Grace, like her past, is coming back to haunt her in the form of like the dead cult, or if like if that's real, or if she's imagining it. Correct. Yeah, and like they do establish that like she takes some kind of medication. Yeah, she takes which, some sort of antipsychotic. Right, yes. which she apparently has not told Richard about. Correct, because she hides the pill bottle from Right. Her. Yeah. And like, I get it that she she probably needs some kind of antipsychotic. But I would say for the first, I don't know, 70% of this movie, I literally was just, I was so tense because I had no clue what was happening. And yeah. that, that's what Well, I, there was also something of like, at least the first 50% of the movie where there was like so little background music. Once I got to the lodge, at least there was so little background music that it was like, it was like you were there because it was so quiet, which is like cool, but it just made me like, just like, like generalized anxiety. Like I just had like generalized anxiety from being like so quiet and slow. So it was like good. And I was anxious, but I was like stressed out, anxious, like not fun, stressed out. Yeah, but see, that is fun for me. Like okay. That, that feeling of like... Like, I feel like it did have something to do with the music, though. Like, real stress is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like like my everyday stress. Like, yeah. not like movie stress. That's, that's why I th- thought this movie was so was so effective for me, because I just... Like, it was the way the... Like, the soundtrack is mostly just, like, the wind blowing. And, like, occasionally, yeah, there's some music scores. Later like, on, wow. there becomes a little bit more music, and, like, I don't know, that, like, settled me down a little. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, there the tension started to build when that first night 
or that maybe it's the second night show uh, grace has a dog with her which i thought that was a weird choice that she has a dog i feel like the family should have a dog mm-hmm. why is it a weird choice what's it matter because of how it plays out with the sympathy of who like the decisions that are made I don't know. We're going to talk whatever before we're going to get to spoilers shortly. Yeah. Let's just get here's the basic. Well, but but I just want to say this. So like for me, I think there was good tension because what starts to happen is Grace is sleepwalking and doing stuff in her sleep at night. Well, out of dress better or than something. a dream sequence. Yeah. <laughs> um, this movie does have dream sequences. Though. It does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sort of. <laughs> or hallucinations. Not yeah. quite sure. So there's like the first night you see like a figure start to come down the stairs and the dog goes. Whoa. Yeah. And then yeah. it disappears. I was like, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, are there ghosts? Is it the ghost of mm-hmm. the mother? There's like a lot of different angles that you could read it mm-hmm. from. Yeah. And I, I thought that was good. But then most of the scares were just like hard cut loud noises. And that to me when There were some very loud noises. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna disagree. Like I did like put my hands over my ears. I did too. Because yeah. I was just like, I don't wanna be deafened for a jump scare. Because yeah. that is literally just a jump scare. And it was like out of nowhere. Yeah. And I, I started to be like, okay, you can only do that so many times before the tension starts to release out of the balloon. Where it's just like, and here you go! And it's like, all right, that wasn't real? Okay. All right, here we go. I think it only happened like three or four times. This movie is not like a jump scare heavy movie. Uh, there's a scream at the end where it goes from being mixed to being in the house as they're pulling out. And then like the last like four frames is it makes it really loud as if you're right there. Yeah. I'm not, shit like that. I'm not, there are definitely multiple times in the film where they just use a loud volume change to make you jump. I'm not yeah. disagreeing. Yeah. But I would say the majority of the film is like her, like walking on creaky flo- floorboards and like yeah. staring into like rooms and like just staring out. It, it, it kind of feels like the shining to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of like that stuff of just like looking out the window with like craziness in your eyes, yeah. you know, or their eyes or however you want to look yeah. at it. Yeah. And I thought that that tension was really good. I love the second act of this movie. I think the first act and the setup is kind of stupid. I like the second half way more than the first half. Yeah, I like yeah. the setup of like her, the cult background. I love that, like plot-wise yeah. setup. But like I like the second half of this movie so much more than the first half. Yeah. Um, no, I mean the movie becomes the movie when they get to the lodge. No, no, no. I mean like no. even after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're talking yeah. about when they wake up and the big change happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I'd we, say even after that. Can I, we talk about even, the big change? Yeah. Let's let's move into spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. Spoiler time. Well, just as a final review, like, should you go see the lodge? I think you in should theaters? see it. Yeah, yeah I, think you I think it's see it. I think it's a very well done horror movie. You may or may not like like it, but it's it's a good horror movie. Okay, so we're on agreement with that because I I I liked it the most of all of you, but yes. this is definitely yeah. it's a good movie. I have notes. <laughs> I think this is definitely mm-hmm. like a see it in the theater thing. Yeah, it's okay either way, but yeah, just support horror and go. Well, yeah, that's a that's a big part of it. But also, thank you for the R rating, and I I just fucking loved where it goes, which we're gonna talk about. Yes, and I think that's that's the the selling point for me. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler time. Big spoilers. Yeah. So the midpoint of the movie is they all go to sleep. They watch the thing together, and the kids bring in because it's really cold. They bring in this like gas space heater. And then they wake up in the morning and their cell phones are dead. All their clothes are gone. All the food is gone. And every stitch of everything in this house is gone besides like one can of baked beans and a sleep of saltines. Yeah. Everything in this house is gone. Yeah. Her medication is gone. Her yep. antipsychotic. Yep. Like the drawers are empty. Yeah. Yeah. And and she makes a point of saying like, is it safe to have that space heater, that gas heater in the, mm-hmm. in the room? Because it smells funny. And they're like, yeah, it's fine. And so, yeah. You start to wonder, like, what, where is everything go- gone? And she's like, are you playing a trick on me? And they're like, we're really not playing a trick on you. She's like, I need my medication. Yeah. 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 
so power's out they're freezing their coats are gone they don't even have jackets yep. so they're trapped here they're freezing they have no food yeah and basically uh weaning off of her meds she starts to have more and more intense visions as she's hearing uh her father's voice saying from the video saying repent Repent. Yeah. Repent. Uh, Repent. Cleanse of yourself sins. of sin. Oh, and you see in like it, earlier in the film the the video footage of like the massacre at the cult, which is her walking around with the video. Camera. Yeah, she's recording the whole thing. Yes, yeah. because she's the only survivor, obviously. Yeah. And like everyone, I guess they've all committed suicide, and they all have like duct tape over their mouth with yeah. the word sin, sin written yeah. on it. Uh-huh. Which I didn't. Does it mean keep sin out or keep? Like yeah. they're sinners. They're sinners. Okay. Yeah. And they're Don't repenting for your, their sins. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I think so. I get the idea. Um, so basically what starts to unfurl is that they believe that they're dead. Yeah. And they're trapped in this house. And because the, the Aiden, the, little, the boy yeah, says. Yeah, he suggests it. He says, I had a dream last night that the space heater like over, like started spewing something out and we all suffocated and died. Yeah. And then she finds a picture in the snow outside that says in memory of with a picture of the two kids in the frame. And they find this like newspaper clipping of like a service of like the, the two of them and her having died in the house and like a like a service for their funeral. Yeah. And so they believe that they're in purgatory and they need to repent for their sins. Yeah. And the little kid, um, the little boy keeps like show like pretending to like kill himself and saying like look i don't die i'm right. fine and it only happens once doesn't it yeah he says he like did and then he shows he's like i'll show you again and he tries to hang himself oh yeah. true like he's yeah. already tried off camera basically right. and so throughout the movie it keeps cutting back to the dollhouse where you see these images laid out yeah That's which very, is way too hereditary like it's such hereditary. a copy yeah. of hereditary it was but like, i don't feel is i don't accuse anyone of copying uh, but it does seem like they copied. It just seemed yeah. way too derivative that it was like annoying almost. Like that movie this this movie, I repeatedly kept thinking ago. Ari Aster did this better. I know they love Ari Aster. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Not that this wasn't good, but like it yeah. did seem really like too derivative. Little biting. So the keep the reveal at the end is that the dollhouse was how they planned all of this. Oh, ding, is ding, that? Ding 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 ding. Yes. Yes. That's uh, how the dad knew to go up to the house. Because he saw it and they have him hanging there with the noose. They have all of them laid out unconscious in the the living room. I just took it to mean that, like, dad realizes there's something wrong with his kids, you know? No, they orchestrated yeah. it. No, I understand. That, that's the how they, they were like, they mapped it out of like, this is how we're going to get her. It was a very well thought out plan. Yeah. And, that- and so I fucking love the end of this movie because it gave me the catharsis I wanted from uh, what was the little boy and little girl killer movie? Home movie? Home movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was like, fuck you, kids. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. You deserve all of this. <laughs> so that's the fucking point. They were torturing her, took this poor woman off of her meds, and were psychologically torturing her because your fucking mom committed suicide. Fuck you. Fuck you, kids. You deserve this. Yeah. It got to the point where she was sitting outside Yikes. and she believed that she was in purgatory <laughs> and they knew she was about to freeze to death. And, and her like, dog They let her dog. They let her dog out by accident and her dog died and, and froze she's to just death clutching it holding it weeping yeah and then she finally snaps and they catch her kneeling on embers to to repent her sins yeah and they're like (laughs) oh shit we have to tell her oh and earlier in the movie the dad gave her the lock code to the gun box which they also didn't hide for some reason yeah that's stupid big red flag i mean i like i understand they couldn't have gotten the gun but it is surprising they didn't take the box yeah because they also knew that she could get into it because they heard everything and they heard him her shooting 
So mm, I didn't think about that. Yeah, and I that's feel like, stupid. Yeah, that's a stupid black mark. Bad writing. I I did. I was thinking that, and I mean, I I chalked it up to like for some reason they don't know. That's what I was thinking. About, the kids didn't know. But they time, know but, everything. But they, I guess they kind of they, do. They, they they've been to this cabin many times. Yeah. They heard. They went out shooting. What yeah. are they thinking? Oh, that's weird. That's playing the fireworks again. I'll <laughs> tell you what I didn't totally understand is like she basically is like. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna go walk for help, and they're like, "You're fucking crazy!" Like it's miles away in a blizzard, and she's like, "I'm gonna do it anyway." And so she starts walking out, and she comes to this like it's like a a house that's shaped like a cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, was that a vision? I wasn't I, yeah. sure. Yeah, because yeah. oh, she saw her dad in there. Right, because yeah, her dad, but like okay, so that oh. was just being off of her meds. Yeah, she had like a rug wrapped around her, and like because all she, the jackets are hidden. Yeah, but like I, I don't know why the kids even let her go then because they like she was because they're probably little psychos die. and fuck them like. I yeah they really Um, mm. so the the all right the biggest sin of the movie look horror movie is good horror movie is always like people are paying a mortal sin right you you shouldn't have played with the box and summoned the monsters you shouldn't have had that sounds good I'd love to see a movie about you shouldn't have had premarital (laughs) sex and Jason won't kill you (laughs) like there's there's a morality to it you shouldn't have fucking done the balloon release at your mother's funeral that's gonna go into the ocean and kill fish oh yeah it's an an ecological horror movie yes exactly um (laughs) I just, I think for me, I really didn't know whether they were dead or not. I right? had no idea. And it was cool. And I was, I was, I almost thought it would be kind of dumb if they were, because it would just be a whole thing like a purgatory movie. But like, I, that's where I thought it was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved the reveal that the kids were, that planned this whole thing. All their shit was in the attic and they just hid in it all. And this was just a huge was prank in the attic on her. Or the basement? I think it was in the basement. Okay. Like, it was, it was hidden walls. away. Yeah. The basement, you're right. Well, but I feel like they revealed that too early with the strap and the speaker. What's a strap and a speaker? Right after the kid hanged himself, they show a panning shot of their room. Right. And, and there is a safety strap to show that he was able to hang himself without actually hanging himself. And oh, then a speaker I as it's not. going, repent. I, oh. miss, I missed the strap because I was wondering how he pulled off the hanging, but I yeah. definitely saw the speaker. I mean, yeah. how did you not like, it's funny how we all saw the movie, but. I mean, I just don't think my mind. No, no. I did just you think... miss those 10 minutes as well? Yeah, no, she wanted to I, leave and beat the traffic. I you only saw miss... every other 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I think my mind doesn't like see the same stuff yours do because I'm not in film. I don't know. No, I mean, that's sure. It's, yeah. It's definitely. I mean, not... I did this professionally where I would look at every inch of a frame. You seem yeah, to but... notice stuff wrong with frames that just my brain just doesn't process yeah. it. Like yeah, I've been trained to not enjoy movies. I mean, yeah. shit. Like <laughs> when we talked about Gretel and Hansel, there was the shit I totally missed. Like, yeah. the, you know, whatever. But yeah, there definitely is a shot of like a speaker playing. I think like the eye is obviously you're supposed to be just like concentrated on him hanging himself. That like my brain was just so focused on like what just happened that I'm not looking. I'm not going to give you a hard time, but there is like just a close up shot of a speaker on a windowsill. Like that's the only thing there is to see in the moment. Like it's just a speaker and it's playing creepy messages. I know, but I think my brain is just like was processing. That's right. Hanging himself. It happens all the time to people. Yep. So at that point, you realize that the kids are doing this to torture her. And, and I was like, fuck that you, That was kids. such a cool twist. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It was impressive. They really bit off more than they can chew. But that's what makes the movie so fucking cool. It, yeah. Yeah. It's about a bunch of fucking asshole kids who play the meanest prank in the world. Yeah. And they end up getting fucking murdered. Uh, because of I it. I love it. <laughs> so that's what I mean is that it gave me the catharsis that I didn't get from a... Uh, uh, the two movies, the Christmas movie and the other uh, home movies. Better watch out. Better watch out in home, and movies. home movie. So yeah. it was just like it felt like like a muscle relaxing, where it's like, oh yeah, fuck you. Like they went there. Yeah. They really went there. Yeah, no, you fucking kids, you fucked up so hard. And so here's you my point: you made this woman at a total psychological break. Yeah. 
now she she and she was trying it's not like she was like oh i really want to get back with my dad and kill myself no she was trying to have a normal life yeah and she that's what i mean she's the only one who's blameless she didn't do anything wrong she just has a mental illness and i find that exploitative because they're like oh look at how creepy it is it's like no this poor woman was just born into a cult she's a kid she had no choice in that matter and now she's an adult trying to have a normal fucking life and these two little assholes take her off her meds fuck them yeah but i mean that's why i was saying who's the asshole right the kids and the father <laughs> yeah no they i mean yes you're right i'm not saying she's the only she's the, the, the asshole. little daughter is innocent because she's under 10 i guess i mean i i don't think that the grace is an asshole in any way but like in it, Except for she, the fact that she murders everyone. Well, no, because she has a mental illness. She yeah. does, but like, I just don't think she tries nearly hard enough with these kids. Like, I, think as, she, I, I don't think that she's nearly warm enough and like taking care of that. Like, she's the adult here, and I still think she like stoops to their level in too many ways. And how does she stoop a, to their level of just like bickering and arguing with it? Like, if if you're just like a mother trying to like nurture. I mean, I know she's not their mother, but I, I don't think that she makes enough effort. She tries to talk to the kid. She's like, I feel like... I and feel then like, he drugs her. Yeah, I feel like she... I disagree with you, Missy. I feel like she was... It's, I'm not saying she's... How about this? Super And then she's warm. just like going to leave, like abandon the kids and She's going to go get help. I know. I, know, I just... <laughs> Like, from the minute she shows up, she's like, hey, kids, good to see you. And then they just won't fucking talk to her. And then she's like, do you want to help me put Christmas decorations up? And they're like, they don't, they won't fucking talk to her. And eventually she just says to Jaden, it kid, like, hey, can we talk? I kind of feel like maybe. Uh, I saw you spying on me in the shower. That was so creepy. Yeah. And like, I feel like maybe you have a problem with me and like, we should talk. And he's like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, like she's tried everything. Like, what else can she try, Missy? What would you have done? Exactly. You're victim blaming. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't I'm blame not, the victims. I. I. She was very lovely. I thought she was as, as like she she she's coming from this place of like I know I don't want I'm not trying to replace the, their mother and I know that there's this awkward tension like that is the most maybe the most awkward situation I could ever imagine being in right yeah. trying to like endear yourself to children who blame you for it their mom's so suicide. I, I don't know what the right way would have been. I just I feel like if you can just get through an evening where you go like. How was your day? And you're like, it was fine. Yeah. You've had a good day, yeah. right? <laughs> so I, I think that the movie was kind of missing certain perspectives. Like I felt like I wanted to see a little bit more of a hint from the kids because they were just like, once we got into the plan, they were just like stoic, like this is happening. And I like, I felt like I wanted to see the little girl break a little bit more and have a moment where the, the brother is like, no, 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 it's okay. And he's like, covers for her saying like, oh no, she's just like really freaked out. But we, you start to like these little things layered in. And I felt like that was a touch that was missing for me. She kind of did a little bit when like Grace is sleepwalking and like hits her in the face. Yeah. But that's also weird too, is it feels like they're not reacting to stuff. Cause it's like, you saw that she has a gun. Like she's sleepwalking at that point. You go, this lady's on antipsychotic medication. She had a traumatic upbringing. Like, even if you're like 12 or 14, you'd probably have a sense of like, this lady has a gun. That's why it's cr so crazy. Cause they let it go so far. It's yeah. even more insane. So the, I mean, I assume that the kids are aware that she is on some kind of psych. They have to be. They put well, her meds away. Right. Cause one, well, yeah. well, here's the thing, but it's like, do they know, how do they know those pills aren't for like gastric in, you know, distress, like, or whatever. you're 14 and you have a cell phone and you go, I wonder what these do. Uh, no, 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 lithium. Right. Okay. So you're correct. So yeah, their plan is literally to drive her crazy. But I, I guess I thought their plan was actually try to, to try to make her kill herself. That's what I thought was happening by, by like, 
taking away her meds and they're going to make her kill herself just like she made their mom kill themselves, right? But it seems like they only want to take it so far. Yeah. And then be like, like, we take it back. And you're right. Once they reveal, once they see that, oh, she's not just like kind of unstable. She's like totally fucking bonkers, right? Then you're right. They they start acting weird. They're very like passive. Mm-hmm. And it, instead of being like, they do try to turn the power back on and like, whoops, can't do it. And, but at that point, it'd be like, the snow looks better than being here. We've done something terrible, you know? Well, or also like, hey, we're not dead. Here are your meds. <laughs> yeah. Like, true. I don't know. They just literally were like, here's your jacket. We were faking. You're right. They never give her her pills back. Mm-hmm. I can't argue with that. It definitely should be like, listen, I know you think we're dead. We're not. Take this pill. And if you still feel dead tomorrow, like, we'll <laughs> <right. little> talk. <laughs> but no, basically, I mean, look, dad, dad comes back, who we haven't seen dad in most of the movie. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, he like yeah he comes back i was really expecting there so there's a scene before that where um what's her name riley co co kylie Rowe? oh the grace you mean yeah grace she's really good she's, she's very oh yeah good. she's yeah. a really good actress um, um i thought she was fantastic yeah. where she's wandering around the house with the gun yep. and i was at that point i thought they were going to do a shining where wendy got like a call from the dad to check in on them because he hadn't heard from them from two days which fuck you asshole you haven't heard from I them know. for two days yep uh, well, he had, but he's heard from the daughter. But he said in the last thing he said he hasn't heard from them. He's like he calls. He's like, hey, I tried calling you all yesterday. Even her phone was dead eventually. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, the little girl was like, Grace overhears the little girl talking to someone on the phone, and she like bursts in there and like is like screaming at her, and she's like, oh, it's just pretending. I just miss my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but she'd really been talking to her dad constantly. Right. So when uh, she's wandering around the house with the gun, I thought they were gonna do a shining, and like Wendy would be like, hey, are you guys okay? And he's like. Poof! I, I got him. <laughs> uh, I thought uh, Grace would shoot Wendy or something. I was waiting for that to happen because I feel like that Wendy? was sudden. the gas station. The lady gas station guy. lady who has the oh. phone number. Oh, I see. And then she's sh- okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like I did think you were like talking about like Peter Pan or something. At the yeah, point. Peter Pan. <laughs> what movie did you see? <laughs> but I thought you were talking about because the wife in The Shining is Wendy. Oh yeah, that's why I was so oh, confused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she the Wendy shows up with the axe. <laughs> I was like, I feel like maybe you haven't seen The Shining. <laughs> yeah, so it's I don't know. It like there's just a lot of for me. It's death by a thousand cuts. There's like a lit like something a little wrong. I kept thinking throughout like Ari Aster would have done that better. <laughs> for, for me, it was it was the I think all the weirdness of it is what made me like it. Mm. It 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 felt. Even though it's all in English and it's all American actors, it's still made by Austrians, Austrians right? And and that that little bit of like foreign feel to it. They shot it in Canada. Oh, so it's really like a Canadian film, which oh. makes it scary as shit. Yeah. I'll tell you this: when it ended, the guy in front of me stood up and turned to his friend and was like, "I was expecting something a little more traditional, mm. right?" And I kind of understood what he meant. Like, yeah. it's not a. It is how I going into it as well yeah i think when we talked about it we talked like is this i th- we i think we all thought it was either going to be the story of like cult members trying to break in mm-hmm. to get 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 her back or the lodge would be like possessed by some kind of yeah. haunted entity or that yeah. she's losing her mind yeah we thought it could be any well it yeah. is sort of that yeah but, but it's the twist is that the kids are doing it. yeah right but i just i mean like like again it's it's we spoiled it but like she goes so crazy that she murders the dad and then even at the end, though, we didn't I did, actually say that, did we? Well, well, she does. She does. She does. <laughs> he comes back and he shoots her. Yeah. He sees that she's in the midst of complete psychotic. He tries break. to take the gun she, away from her. Yeah. I love that. And that she's, she's like, I'm like, like prove that we're in purgatory. I'll prove it to you. I love that she's like burned herself all over. Oh, that part yeah. was fucking badass. Yeah. Her like nose is half burned off. And, her like, lips are charred. Her, her oh, cheeks are all hollow. Oh, and, oh, yeah. 
She's been repenting all night long. Yeah. And so then the dad comes back and he's like, honey, are you okay? And she puts the gun to her head, pulls, and it doesn't fire at her because she didn't pull the hammer back, I believe. Or is it just an empty chamber? Yeah. I think it's just an empty chamber. Mm. That She's part's like, a little see? unclear. See? Yeah. But, can't um, die. But then I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Chris, in that like the kids, the kids rightfully grab dad's keys. Like, like dad just arrived. He arrived like five minutes ago, right? Yeah. And they He run- sees the dead frozen dog. Yep. And He's then still in its dog bed. <laughs> the kids like jump in the car and they try to drive away, but then they, they're like stuck in a snowbank or something. Yeah. yeah, they backed up into a snowbank. Yeah, I get, I mean. The wheels are. Have you ever driven in deep snow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that like... <laughs> well, I, I had a problem with the moment before that. So the way that it, before she's... The showdown where the dad's trying to get the gun away from her and talk her down. The kids are behind her. And at a certain point, her, the gun's at the side of her arm. I'm like, you are so brave that you're willing to put an antipsychotic woman, a, a woman on antipsychotics off her meds. Why don't you try to get the gun? Yep. Why don't you try to do something? Be a little active. Make me care about you. Yep. Have, it, have a will to survive. Or, like, dad should have been, like, like, look, if you're pointing a gun and it's, like, right in my face and, like, you know, you're not trying. Like, she's clearly I mean, talking I don't slowly. think that he knew she was crazy up until this. I don't think he thought that she was going to really do anything. That's true. He's I mean, unaware you, that she's But you see that she's burned herself all over her body. He doesn't know how it happened. He doesn't know what's happened. And he has and no idea. And she's holding a gun. She, well, she no says, we're in purgatory. Happened. That's true. Yeah. You go, okay. <laughs> like, you try to do something. It's just, that's the problem with it, is it felt like they set up a mousetrap game of, like, here you go. And then they just stood back. And when the fucking marble fell out of the dish and the mousetrap fell apart, they were like, any minute now it'll finish yeah. and it's just like do something well, yeah. change your plan the kids are like again they're little kids and i think they're in shock at this point of what they've done but when they like basically after dad gets killed she like sits them down for like a last meal and puts the dad's body at the head of the table yeah, that was awesome. yes drags his body his bloody body over <laughs> but then it's like at that moment you're she's dragging the body unless she made the kids drag the body i think she did you never okay. see how they got you never but see then how they got the it body just there. seems like there's so many opportunities where the kids could have done or tried to do something yes they like she has the gun just sitting on the table yeah and she has her eyes closed and she's praying and i was like take the gun now take the fucking gun like all you have to do is reach across the table and grab that gun and like she's she's not like a big woman like the two of you could do this yeah but they just sit like at this point I understand you're a kid and you're scared and you're like, whoops, and dad's dead body is sitting <laughs> there. But like, once you've seen the crazy woman murder your dad, you now know she's probably going to murder you, right? Mm-hmm. So now is not the time to sit there and play along. Now is the time to fucking run or take the gun. And they don't, and they pay the price because she fucking puts the center tape on their mouth. Yeah. And then the my only real complaint is I wish the movie had the balls to go to show all it. the way. To show yeah. it. I wish it showed it. The movie just they, ends with you a You can't kill kids on screen like that. But they yeah. killed a fucking dog, so it gets it gets. I was surprised. My, I saw it with my friend that um, you, she doesn't watch a ton of horror movies, but she was like, oh my, if they hurt that dog, I'm not going to be okay. I'm like, they don't hurt dogs in horror movies. They don't go there. And then they kill the dog. What <laughs> horror movies are you watching? If there's a dog in the horror movie, it's probably going to die you nowadays. Like, a human dies and the dog's okay. You absolutely can kill kids in movies. You don't have to... Sh- I don't need like a sh- close-up of their brains splattering on the wall, though that'd be dope. <laughs> but like Pet Cemetery does it right mm. like what i mean is i, I think that it's like you know there's a hundred percent chance those kids died the second the movie stopped rolling so yeah i'm I, okay i'm sure like oh, i guess how great would it be if it's like it credits cuts the credits and the dad's like gotcha <laughs> <laughs> and they all start like like her him and grace just are howling yeah. that would be amazing and she, she peels the fake burn scars <laughs> off her face <laughs> oh that's funny yeah. um i guess like i just kind of i don't know i like the traditional ending where you would like see the lodge from a wide shot yeah, you and you see would, the muzzle flash you'd hear three yeah. gunshots oh that would have been yeah that would have been right yeah. uh-huh. but i mean kind of like like the mist ending right yeah but I, 
it's not like you need that because it, it obviously is implied what happens, right? Right. I've just, I, I can't, like, it's just a really, it's strange because it's so, it's such an unpleasant movie and it's mean-spirited. Oh, yeah. And, and again, like, for the first half where you don't really know what's going on, especially in the part where you think maybe they are in purgatory. Yeah. And I was starting to think maybe there's actually someone else in the house, right? Like someone's been living up in the attic and they come down at night and mm. they're the ones moving everything around. Yeah. I think the or movie, the ghost of the dead mom or something. Yeah. I mean, almost all the time, the... The, the explanation is never as good as you're hoping it's going to be, right? Like, it's always just more fun. Even at Hereditary, once yeah. you find out what's going on, yeah. it, it loses some some of the magic, yeah. right? Yeah. So for me, when this movie was in what's going on mode, I was just so into it. Like, it was just so atmospheric and creepy. And, like, it felt like it was made by, like, real horror people. Like, Definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The ex- the explanation of this, I think, paid off. Like, I, I love the explanation of it. It made me like it more. You know, I like it too. I'm just and saying I didn't that like, see it coming either. No, I didn't either. I really, I, I mean, there was a point where I'm like, there's only so many things this can be. Yeah. And I was like, I, maybe these kids are playing the world's meanest joke. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out, yeah, they like, are. I thought they were at first. It just got so far that I was like, oh, they can't be. Yeah. But they, they did. And then there's just, there's just like so pleasantly satisfying about messing with a psychotic woman, yeah. taking her off her meds, and it, it causes her to kill you. Backfiring. <laughs> That's yeah. a great plot. It is. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think my only my only other problem with the movie, I think I had trouble getting on board on certain scenes because something about the shot choices, it is almost exclusively extreme close-ups. No. Yeah. Not a, I mean, no, uh, in in dialogue scenes, it's just like literally shot reverse shot is like uh, like cutting off part of their head and down to the shoulders. Yeah. And that's it it makes it less about the perspective and like the the camera's no longer playing a part in it it's reliant totally on acting and it it's missing part of that cinematic language for me i i didn't notice <laughs> yeah I, I disagree with you because i felt that that kind of camera work makes it feel close and intimate and tense and it you know yeah like, this it, movie just really got under my skin like i just felt very unnerved i didn't feel like i was watching a movie i felt like at a certain point i was I saw the intentionality of them making choices to make it more claustrophobic, to make it scarier, to do this, to have a hard cut. Like when it would get really quiet, I'd be like, I'm going to cover my ears because I know they're going to do a, a hard like slam to with huge music. Here it goes. Yeah, but that's that's sort of like on you for choosing to watch the movie that way. You know? <laughs> like, like. At a certain point, it's... I, I don't want to damage my eardrums for something no, banal. I, I, first of all, you're not going to damage your eardrums, all right? Absolutely like, you can. No, it <laughs> takes, takes years of loud noises, you know? Uh, Which he's had. Wait, what'd you say, Missy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, like, look, the loud noise thing, I get it. But if you're watching there and you're thinking... If you're thinking about where the camera is and how they're editing together the scenes, you are looking at it like a craftsman as opposed to watching it as an emotional being, right? You're not right, allowing- Right, and that's a failure of the movie to sweep me up. Well- Because of the craft. But it also, I mean, I feel like that's how you tend to watch movies more. Like, I feel like between the three of us, Missy is solely an emotional watcher. Yeah. And you are almost solely a craft watcher, a craftsman watcher. Yeah. And I fully get wrapped up. Like, I was emotionally invested in the ending because I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck those kids. <laughs> Fair enough. I just wasn't thinking about that. Like, I, I guess a part of me, I was thinking, like, hey, the way like you're using the gray daylight to like 
fill the house with this like creepy it's like when we were talking about the turning yeah it's like it's almost always day yeah but it uh-huh. feels really bleak and it's horrible. always like uh, right, right before sunset or like something like that yeah i don't know I, I i feel like we've talked about this for an hour and i still don't know what you didn't like about this movie either what, of you like I, do, I don't know why this isn't like no, 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 i'm not this is like an eight what is it an i a like plus? No, i like the plot of this a lot and like i liked where they went and i liked the payoff i'm just saying like i i wasn't like i felt, had like icky anxiety for most of it and like that's just not a fun emotion but isn't that what you want no i like like i like to feel like i'm having fun how can you have fun anxiety isn't that sort of because like i wouldn't be anxious it would just be like i'm going on the ride with them like i was anxious with the characters so i didn't have fun watching it but i think it was really good that's what i was saying like i didn't have a good time watching this but i think it's a good movie okay right and for me the good time is in having the bad time Right, if that makes sense, it does. Like that's that's yeah. That's not what like I, hereditary is not a good time. I know, but it, since it's about witches, I'm just like fuck yeah. <laughs> but you don't know it's about witches until like the end. Yeah, you I do. Don't know. Yeah. Ah, not the end. Fine, not the end. But like, well, anyway, Chris. So for me, I think maybe it is just a, a, a by dint of being more aware of the craft, I saw the tricks that they were using, and literally, I kept having the thought that I was like, man, if Ari Aster were directing this, I would have liked this part better. Like, <laughs> I just couldn't help but compare it to somebody who I feel like is at an A game. They're they're good. They're just not quite doing what they what I feel like they're aspiring to. They're not quite hitting the mark. I see where they're going, and it's it's. I I think that's also part of like what they chose to include in and what they choose chose to exclude. Like mm-hmm. I really and as you said, like in the Q and A, they intended on it being like, oh, it's the mom's story, then it's the kid's story, then it's Grace's story. Yeah. But I think by doing that, like I think you had to pick one because if it's just Grace's story and it's the story of a woman who's coming into this tragic family that that endears me to her and then you see like oh shit but she has this dark past that she's trying to run away from and look at how in this pressure cooker she's unraveling because you've shown me the animosity from the kids i i felt like i was trying to like guess the game a little too much mm-hmm. so it i i appreciate the boldness to do something different yeah. and play with structure yeah but i think that for me it's like the exception proves why there is a rule i still appreciate them for at least trying to do yeah. something different so I'm okay with that. The thing, I mean, I was really annoyed at just the dollhouse stuff, how much of the movie that was. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on the dollhouse. I, I, it's hard to put into words other than it felt so unlike a Hollywood film. And that's I agree. Pro- you know? And yeah. like, that's how it was marketed. So I was like really impressed and surprised. I felt like the marketing, this is a great example of the marketing did a great job. I felt like the trailer conveys the sense of the movie without ever giving away anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so I will say, I don't want to spoil anything about Goodnight Mommy, but I just feel like something about the way that they handle children in movies is it feels like it it leaves me wanting a little bit more of their inner emotional life that I feel like I'm not getting. And I don't know if that's just like how they make movies. It just, it feels like they, your husband has talked about this before, Missy, not Rodney's husband. <laughs> Where at a certain point we've we've gone down this road in cinema where like there's so much about reveal of like you don't know that this thing like everyone else all these characters know mm-hmm. but you don't know audience member so now we're gonna ha oh, we revealed it ha ha we tricked you it's like but, yeah, but you didn't tell me that mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much of that reliance for them in the way that they're doing storytelling like I I feel like the way that they tried to hide the kids doing this trick was that in the scenes. They never doubted it. So they weren't emotional. They weren't human about it. They were just like, yeah, we're in purgatory. 
Like I know what you mean. The kids, the kids do not seem like humans. Yeah, I get that they're angry. Mm-hmm. That comes across, but I do. They they are just like these like strain. Like honestly, if I had to spend a weekend with those kids, I'd be like, is there something wrong with your kids? Because yeah. they seem like maybe they're zombies or dead <laughs> or like ghosts. Yeah. I don't know. And that is a common. That's a common problem with like kids in horror movies. It's like be creep, be a right. creepy kid, right? But you're right. You don't you don't ever get a sense of them smiling or. They never once have a good interaction with anybody, you know? And so, and you're right, because the movie starts off as their story, it's weird to suddenly be like, oh, but they have a secret that we're not going to tell you about, right? Right. Right. It makes more sense if this is just Grace's story. Yeah. And that way, like- That's more playing fair. I I completely agree with that. And that's why it doesn't get like the A plus in my book is Mm. because there is, there is a strange- there's something strange about the storytelling in that in that manner. And so when you get to the end of the movie, it is sort of like, whose right. story did I just yeah. watch? Is it the story of right. the kids who get murdered or the... the, right. the And so that's why I feel like Grace is just a complete victim. And it feels a little exploitative that it's just like otherifying mental illness where it's like, yeah, I mean, I think it's a cool backstory to have this woman be the sole survivor of a cult. But ultimately, like the evil comes from her mental illness. Yeah. And that's kind of sad. No, it is when you spell it out like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the evil comes from her super religious father in sure. the cult. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. that upon her. Right. But then it's like the way that you're getting to that is by essentially taking a, a person with mental illness off their meds. And it's like, mm, that feels a little icky. I think we're, we always are going to disagree on what feels icky, right? Because yeah. like, I see what you're saying, but it's also like, that's the story, right? Like, that's what happens. Sure. Like, People go and off their the meds kids and certainly get punished for it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I like that. Part. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I felt like such catharsis. I did just too. Like, it, it did. Oh yeah. It felt like a nice complete story. Yeah, I was the asshole laughing in the theater because yeah. when they're at the the table, everyone's like, "Oh my god, what's gonna happen?" I'm like, "Fuck yes, yeah. fuck you, <laughs> you get your comeuppance." <laughs> All right. So I mean, we've talked we talked this movie to death. Is there anything else? Is there anything from the Q and A that you want to add? Um kind of mentioned the most interesting bits uh they were just talking about how freaking cold it was <laughs> up there and that it was like real snow do you know where they and shot it i thought you said canada yeah like on a real lake where. oh yeah. that's a that's a question for you maybe. <laughs> um and that it was like really scary being on the ice and like they had like heat warmers to keep the actors warm and they were uh-huh. like really scared it was gonna like actually make a hole in the ice oh wow um, <laughs> yeah because there is that scene where uh grace does yeah. fall in the ice in the yeah. beginning i thought that was really well done but, like they, they were they really were like, like freezing the whole time yeah and so that like kind of helped yeah when i when i shut up in calgary it is cold being yeah, yeah acting in the movie i did this is a minor nitpick you know and we can cut this but i did find it when she went on that like hour to walk out in the wilderness mm-hmm. and then back like her cheeks weren't red or windburn mm. like she wasn't there wasn't like icicles forming in her hair like all the shit that you would think would happen yeah well, i also wondered why she why did she get lost because she's crazy. Yeah. So I think she just got turned around in a whiteout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and they said to like help the kids like mind frame and everyone's psychological mind frame, they shot everything in order so they could kind of like oh. not have to like uh, uh, go back clean to up how the they'd be feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the emotional blood. Mm. All right. Well, thank you for another great episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you. As always, I'm going to ask that you, you know, like us, subscribe, leave us a review. And as always, I'm going to tell you, like, subscribe, and leave us a review. And as always, I'm going to beg you to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. (laughs) That doesn't sound like begging. (laughs) (laughs) I'm begging you to do this. All right. Thanks, everybody. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. If you could uh, like, subscribe, and share this episode, that'd be great. If you want to share your feedback with us, we can be reached at podforsakenpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah!